Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist podcast. For more episodes, go to www.footballpurist.com and you can also find us at iTunes. Welcome to another bubbly and joyful edition of a purely Arsenal podcast. I'm your host, Jack Sessions, and I've got three top guests with me again. I've got Mark Harrison with me. How are you doing, Mark? I'm uh, okay, Jack. You know, I feel like I'm sort of uh, floating in a parallel universe at the moment. You know, every every week's the same, but I'm I'm good, mate. Are you all right? Yeah, as good as can be expected in this fantastic yeah. season that we're having. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get we'll get on to chatting about the same old stuff in a second. Um, <laughs> also got Michael Harris with me. How you doing, Michael? How you doing, Jack? I'm still smiling, mate. That's what I can do at the moment. That is it, mate. That shows you, your self-esteem and confidence is very, very good. Yeah. You're able to still do that. Yeah. Some Arsenal fans yeah. will top themselves right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, you need this Smile, smiling smiling through the tears, I should say. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You've got to put on a brave face. Haven't we? Um, also got Ben Harrison with me. How you doing, Ben? Hello, Jack. Yeah, not bad, mate. Um, yeah, welcome to Groundhog Day again. Um, <laughs> You know, it's the same, same old, same old. But there you go. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll dissect it in uh, further detail. Yeah, of course. So let's, let's let's get started. Obviously, played Liverpool yesterday. Another big away game, and our record in big games generally this season is absolutely astonishingly, astonishingly poor. Um, we're building up to this game for for what feels like eternity. But there's obviously some big talking points on the lineup before the game. You, you guys were, were texting me constantly. Big, some big shocks in there. Um, Stunned about Alexis being out and any other concerns pre-game? Stunned is, is, is probably the right word, Jack, yeah. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I couldn't make it nor tell of it. I, I don't understand how in a game like that you don't play your best player. Um, and he is our best player. Um, you know, he's been our talisman. He's been everything this season for us. And even when there's not been much effort from uh, the rest of them, he's always carried the torch, uh, you know, and he's been absolutely... You know, ex- exemplary in his attitude, and um, you know, yes, there's been talk about him, you know, deciding to leave, or you know, he's. But but one thing's for sure, even even if that's the case, you know, you put him on a football pitch, and he only knows how to play one way, and that's that's flat out. So you know, in a in in a game of that magnitude, um, it's shocking, really. I just didn't didn't understand it, you know. Um, so that wasn't the best start. Um, the rest of it, I thought, you know. F- I wasn't particularly. Obviously, we missed we missed Ozil, whether he played or not. I don't know. He's had the flu, so he's weak enough with with, with you know without the flu at the moment. So I don't know whether that's good or bad. But uh, you know, he wasn't there. Pleased to see Danny Welbeck. I, I've been I've been sort of you know shouting for him to be in the team for a while. Um, I think we've missed his pace and his power and his effort down you know down the left and up front. Um, and I just think you know a game like that for Iwobi in the ten, even though we, we had restrictive uh, options probably. Um, you know, he's, I'm not sure he's been at it either. So over the over the sort of immediate concerns, you know. Um, but you know, nevertheless, it was a it was a decent a decent team. You know, you look at Liverpool's side; they've got a couple of good players. But you know, it, it, it was fairly evenly matched. I thought, and all there for us to to go and have a go at. You know, um, but the the reality was 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 shocking, mate. To be honest. So, uh, but yeah, that's what I, that they were my sort of team thoughts at, at, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael, if we go to you, Wingers post game talk. We'll get onto the game in a second, but Wingers post game talk was a was about having the intention of of a, a plan B, but it felt like a plan F. If, you, if, you, if I'm honest, he said going going direct for me means from going from the goalkeeper to the striker, and that was that was what we planned on doing. He actually said those words. I just thought that was a bit shocking. But um, your thoughts on our intentions in the game? Could you even see what we we were trying to do, or was it just another? Big game where we just we just didn't show up and didn't collectively look like anything like a unit. Yeah, that was the main thing I got out of that. Um, his, his quotes about you know trying to play direct, and I don't think there was really many points in that first half where we did play direct. It was still the sideways passing um, stuff around the corners, both fullbacks pushing really really high up. There's occasions where we just couldn't get out. Because the fullbacks were right up, and Jacker and Cochrane between them, and you know Cochrane had a shocker, but um, we weren't playing direct anyway. So I don't know where that, you know, where, where that comes from, you know, in terms of me. I just think, touching on what Mark said, for me, it feels like something's happened. Um, 
uh, Alexis's body language said it said it you know told me that something's happened. Uh, he's probably said that he's he's not going to renew, or his agent has told him he's not going to re- renew. He, to me, he looked really relaxed and and comfortable about it all. You know, he was laughing and joking on the bench with Gabriel. Um, and uh, I think even when he was uh, warming up, he he was uh, applauding the Arsenal fans who were singing his name. He, and normally, Alexis, when he walks off the pitch, he, he's he's almost very reluctant to do stuff like that. But he's almost like he pointedly wanted to, you know, make a, make an effort to, to to do that. And um, you know, when he came on, he you know, you saw he just wanted to play football and and he got the assist, didn't he? But I I just think Wenger possibly tried to prove a point and try to be a bit clever and it backfired, you know, and, and um, I think that's, again, that's another, another excuse for the players to maybe say, well, you know, is, 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 is he really, you know, what is he doing? Is he, is he giving us the best chance to, to do well in these big games? Cause it's a massive game as we know, because now where we are on the table, we're out of the top four and stuff. But um, yeah, for me, the whole direct ball, you know, his tactics, it didn't make any sense because it was just Giroud up top, you know, Welbeck was on the left. So, um, I just I just couldn't understand where he was coming from with that. It, you know, it, it was just the same old sideways, slow pace stuff for me. Yeah, yeah, it didn't feel any different despite personnel changes, Ben. And really, we were out of the game before we even got our legs moving, weren't we? We were, mate. Um, you know, the first two Liverpool goals, you know, at the back, it's just it's just terrible. Both fullbacks were at fault, I thought. Um, you know, the first one was, you know, Firmino was just completely unmarked at the back post. Bellerin should be there. Um, he's tucked in and just hasn't followed the man at the back post. Uh, and exactly the same on the other side for the second goal. Mane again. Uh, Monreal just nowhere to be seen. So I'm not sure whether they're told to do that. You know, I do see, you know, when you watch Arsenal, when you see, you know, sort of our, our wingers kind of tuck in quite a lot and there's quite a lot of interchange and positions. But, you know, I've never seen the sort of fullbacks play quite narrow like that. And, you know, to give... Players of the quality like Mane's got and Firmino is just, you know, suicidal almost. You know, you can't give those players time and space. Even for the first goal, I thought, you know, Coutinho had too much time and too much space in that sort of number 10 pocket. Um, and, you know, it's just, you know, we've given, almost like we gave them too much respect almost. I don't know what it was. I couldn't really work it out, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, shocking, mate. Defensively shocking. Yeah, I mean, we've tried to come up with, you're, you're right, Ben, but Mark, we've tried to come up with all, types of reasons about why we can't start games at all, no matter what our personnel is, um, no matter what lineup issues, preparation issues, mentality issues. Wenger this time saying he expected us to be a little bit flat due to a lack of competition recently. I mean, you can't have it both ways, can you? You can't be too fatigued when you're playing two games a week. And then when you have a little bit of a break, we're not we're not competition ready. I mean, you know... I, I absolutely adore Arsene Wenger, but these words, there's just no understanding, no explanation for him, is there? I think he's he's tying himself up in his own, you know, his own knots these days, mate. You know, um, what you've just said is is completely right. You know, one week it's one, it's one one thing, next week he's saying the opposite to what he said the week before, and he's almost repeating himself. You know, in games, uh, in game interviews now, it's it's getting to a point where I'm not sure he knows what to say. You know. Um, Getting back to, you know, talking about the way we started, you know, it, it's been inherent in the team all season. But I, I, I still say, you know, and we, we touched on it a few times this season and we were touching on it after three or four games that you're going, well, you know, why are we not, you know, up for it? Why are we not ready to, to go from the from the minute the whistle goes, you know? And, I, you know, yes, going into yesterday, it was uh, all the, all my friends, all my all fellow Arsenal fans and people I speak to, not one, not one person fancied us there yesterday. You know, it's it's got to a point now where we we kind of all know what's coming, and um, you know, he, 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 the old boy is just tying himself up in knots now. You know, he's making decisions. I think that you know, are causing are causing issues uh, in the way we play. There's no real pattern to the way we play. It's it's desperate. It's really. I thought yesterday was probably the worst. You know, that it's it's been that first half was almost, you could almost question, you know, and I don't think it is quite that bad, but it's like, as he, as he's, you know, are they playing for him still? You know, it was that, it was that abject. There's just nothing, you know, and, and one thing Liverpool were going to do, and we knew what they were going to do, was they were going to press us and run us. That's their game, you know, and Klopp's good at getting them ready for that, especially against top six teams. So we all knew what was coming, uh, like the players did, but they were just miles off, you know, and, and I think Mike's right. I think there has been something happening happening with, with Alexis. 
But even when he came on, he still he only plays one way, you know. So he he, he would still give what he's got, you know, and that's that's just the way the guy plays. So although we improved in the second half, you know, as Ben says, we would we would, you know, give, give him two goals. Defenders nowhere to be seen. It's just all about concentration and 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 you know and aggression and, and desire. And I don't see anything left in this team. I really do not see anything left, and it is absolutely face ripping to watch every single week. You know, no one can be surprised about yesterday. No one, because it's we've done it all season. You know, all it does, it just gets worse and worse. You know, it's like. It, if something keeps happening every single week and you know it's negative, it just all it does is wear you down. The fact of the matter is, it's still the same thing that has happened ten weeks ago. You know, it's it's not it's not changed, and that's what I see. I don't see any improvement. I don't see. In fact, I see us going backwards. I see us going backwards. You know, and 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 we're we're you know we're going to struggle this year to stay in the top four. I tell you that now, it's yeah. not good. No, I, I mean in in midweek I was trying to push some accountability. Um, I was also texting you guys like like crazy onto onto players, you know, but it's clearly beyond that. It's not a personnel mm. issue, is it? I mean, he made big changes, if you like, in, in this game, whether they were forced or, or, or whatnot, or tactical. He did make big changes. Alexis and Ozil weren't in the side, and um, there is real no change to the way we approach a game whatsoever. So it's it's obviously more than that. We, we probably felt it was more than that, but you start to look at you know different avenues as to how can we get this team playing properly because they're just like you said it's just unbelievable michael that we mm. have not one player even relatively on form probably the only one was sitting on the bench which is alexis but i mean if we go mm. back to the first goal michael i know ben touched on it as well when he was right our fullbacks were largely to blame anyone else that you you blame there the first goal from um, dinner lady Firmino. um any, anyone else <laughs> you, 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 you blame for that he looks like I think Kishoni lost out on the header, uh, didn't yeah, he? I think to Firmino initially, and then uh, Mustafi jumped out as well. And it was just, we've been saying it again before, you know, many times, we just seem to, you know, panic under the slightest bit of pressure, um, especially at the back. We're just all over the place. And um, yeah, we, you know, they, they, they all, they, they all sort of, um, you know, didn't cover themselves in glory, really. And yeah, um, it was practically, you know, an open goal that uh, uh, Firmino, you know, tucked it, tucked it in, and you know, this guy, you know, he he, he seems to have a knack to score against us, and he's and, and it's, it's typical Arsenal, isn't it? You know, if a team's on a bad run, or a player's on a bad run, um, and he hasn't scored in ages or whatever, you know, play against Arsenal because you know you're you're bound to get a result, or you're bound to you know get get off, you know, get the goals uh, going again, and um, we just seem to sort of be so uh, obli- obliging to teams, you know, we just let them dictate and do what they want to do, you know, whereas, you know, many moons ago, it used to be the other way around. And, uh, yeah, we, we, defensively, yeah, as, as Ben touched on, you know, both goals were shocking, you know, and, uh, you know, the second one as well, you know, it was, it was, it was, it's it just embarrassing, it, and it, but it was just inevitable because, again, we just, we just went out on that pitch and it just didn't seem to have any sort of um, idea or, 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 or you know, focus in terms of what we were going to do. You know, it was just playing it by the numbers and just, you know, almost letting letting things be off the cuff. But, you know, many, you know, again, many years ago, we had players that could do that, but we can't do that anymore. And um, people that we play against and managers that we're up against are a lot more cute or a lot more clever and do a lot more preparation and organisation and stuff. And they obviously analyse and see us and they say, look, if we just press Arsenal and, We'll do it, and people have been doing that for years. And we, and up to now, we haven't had any sort of uh, way around it or, or way to back, you know, to counter that. And um, you saw that with both the goals. It was, you know, we, we just don't seem to to learn from it. And uh, and I think touching on what what Mark said, it does look like for me um, some of those some of those players of some of the boys have, have, have switched off. Or some some of them have down tools a little bit. Um, for me, um, I can just see it in the in, again in the body language of some of the players. It's, it's a shame to see because it shouldn't be, obviously be like that playing for Arsenal. Looks like there's no trust in in each other either, does there? Because when we're defending, um, like you like you said, we this we just all get drawn to the ball for both goals. You know, all 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 of the back four have just been drawn all over to the ball. And someone just sitting mm. there at the back post. I mean, on the second one, Mane yeah. had time to just, like, he basically <laughs> took such a long swing at it. He was like, yeah. you know what, I've got so yeah. much time here, you're so shit, that I'm going to really have a swing at it. And, I, I, you know, I'm not going to do the no backlift Arshavin thing. I'm going to have a proper swing at it and take my time. Mm. 
Um, and I was like, it's oh, just, yeah. that much space, do you know what I mean? I mean, they yeah, it's just crazy, did they? No, um, sorry, it's just the fact that when the goals go in, you sort of do try and look at the reactions of the players and it's just heads are down, isn't it? There's yeah. no one... There's no one sort of pointing or saying that they're, they're all their heads have gone down and they're walking back into position and they kick off and nobody says anything to each other. No one says a word. Um, and that's, that's, that's the thing for me. There's no, no one's backing each other up. No one's, no one, you know, when there's a little bit of an aggro going on, I think there was only time they, it something kicked off was in the second half when uh, um, Chan should have, been sent, should have been sent off, I think, for that tackle on the second yellow. And I think uh, all the players went in and had a chat with the, the ref and I think Kisholi came in and sort of pulled the players away a little bit but that was the only time when they all sort of were on the sort of like the same wavelength to say well look you know it should be second yellow but when the goals go and there's no remonstrating there's nothing it's all acceptance isn't it they just accept it yeah um it's just sad man yes it's really sad you just don't see the the reaction or the understanding of making the same mistakes week in week out like you said but I mean Michael touched on um Alexis's reaction after the first goal. Just going back to that, Ben. Does that kind yeah. of stuff that's that, that that happy look against a stern face Gabriel, which I, I love personally, mm. but but um, <laughs> th- does that kind of stuff bug you? It, it gets on my nerves. That kind of stuff, right? You know, does that annoy you? What you saw from from Alexis there? Um, I mean, it's almost because it's him. He kind of gets away with it, um, and what he puts on on you know in terms of effort on the pitch. Um, there's not as much sort of attention around it, but yeah, you know, it does, it does wind me up when you see players like that. And you know, Gabriel, as you say, was the complete opposite. He was almost telling him to just be quiet, shut up, and just watch the game. Um, but you know, yeah, it, do, it does annoy me. You know, when we're sort of struggling like that, and uh, as, as the boys have touched on, it does seem like there must have been some, been something said in the last couple of weeks in terms of him leaving. Because um, I don't think you would have seen him do that before. Then again, he comes on second half and, and puts in, you know, a great display again. And as as the boys have touched on, he doesn't know any other way to play, does he? Um, so, you know, for me, he kind of almost gets away with it because of what he provides on the pitch for us. Even if he has said he's leaving, he still puts in 100% um, and still can, you know, win games for us. Unfortunately, he couldn't do that yesterday. Um, but, you know, he changed the whole complexion of our, our play and the game as a whole when he came on. You know, he slipped the ball through for Welbeck for our goal. And he just, you know, he just gave us that bit more of energy, that bit more drive. Um, and, you know, it's going to be sad when he inevitably leaves and we, we lose that one bit of uh, of world-class talent we've got at the moment. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's uh, it's worrying that he's adopting that kind of attitude. But, you know, it's uh, he doesn't uh, he doesn't sort of let go on the pitch. He, uh, he still gets his head down, puts 100% in. So... Not too bothered about that, to be honest. No, once he crosses that white line, and that's why you do forgive him, it doesn't it? Because we care mainly about what you do on the pitch. I mean, if you are absolute, be, uh, you know, can a I, petulant fellow, uh, off and on. Um, can I just touch on that? Sorry, Jack, yeah, uh, just on, quickly. Man. Sorry, yeah, because you know ben, Ben's at spot on. But do you remember a couple of months ago the uh, the whole you know a lot of noise that was created when he got substituted against Swansea and uh, and the sulk yeah. he did and the yeah. petulance and everything like that. Yeah. And then obviously you see him yesterday. You know, with being relaxed, you know, this guy's meant to be a winner, right? You know, he, he's really sort of, you know, he wants to play every minute. You know, he, you know, you talk about Swansea where he sat over and he sulked, he had a jacket over him, you know, didn't want to talk to anyone. What's changed in that time? Yeah. Something, something's changed in that time for him to be, you know, for me, it's like, it's, it's almost like, you know what, I know I'm at peace now. I know where, I, where I'm going to be next season. Mm, um, absolutely. That, that's it. You know, I know where I'm going to be. Exactly I'm, I, I love the game, so when I play, when I come on, I'm not going to sulk. I'm going to play football like Martial. You know, I'm going to give 100%. You know, but I know where I'm going to be. For me, that's what it felt like to, to me. Because if you're going for one contrast like that, where the guy's absolutely spit, you know, spitting, you know, mad that he's come off, you know, sulking, you know, like a, like a teenager that he's been subbed off the game, and then then yesterday, the massive game as well. This is a massive game. Mm-hmm. Anfield, you know, historically massive um, yeah. Premier League game, and he's there laughing, joking, chilling, you know. And he's so for me, something something's changed in his mindset, or something's changed within words between him and his people and the club uh, for him to be, you know, the way he was yesterday. So for me, I think the writing's on the wall, um, unfortunately. But I just wanted to to mention yeah. that. No, I agree with you, and it's a larger. I look at the larger picture of of players, you know, their reactions to games, the quick Instagram posts and Twitter posts that they post that. Are, infuriating for me sometimes after losses uh, where they say things like oh, on to the next week and um, 
Mm. You know, um, and, and never mind about today, we'll be back tomorrow, kind of thing. And I'm just like, you must be kidding me, guy. I mean, unless some, unless your agent's doing that and you're not even touching it, there is absolutely just an, just no excuse for it. I just can't understand it. I don't want to hear from it. How about you guys? If we have a loss, I really don't want to hear from them at all until the next game. Um, no. I, just, I, don't, I don't want to hear anything from them. But you seem to see all these posts. Sometimes I've seen posts from players after big losses an hour or two after them, you know? And I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there thinking, aren't you? shouldn't you be sitting talking to your teammates right now, figuring out why we're playing so shit? Like, I just, just doesn't, I don't, I just, it <laughs> infuriates me. Um, why we did it, well, I love why we, but after we, I think he scored against Watford, and that basically put us out of the league title. He put us out of it, basically. And he, he posted, you know, oh, you know, got, Lisa got a good goal, you know, shame about the loss. And I was like, oh, for mm. fuck's sake, mate. I was like, come on what, now. What, yeah, yeah, that is, that's how it is. Yeah, you know, I mean, I just think, it's, you know, they, they have the right to do what they want, but they just, I don't think they see the, 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 the how huge this is. To the fans, no. you know, I just don't think they're they're completely disconnected with how vital every game is to the fans and how much we, we care, you know, and why and we're just not understanding why the care isn't there from from all of these individuals and it's just amazingly frustrating. But Ben touched on it, Mark. Probably our best move of the whole game was Alexis comes on, changes everything, and it it was an incredible move from from back to front, wasn't it, to get Welbeck? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was a good goal. I mean. Uh... You know, that's that's what we were missing in the first half. You know, I mean, there was a bit more about the whole team, but essentially one one because, you know, probably the worst Arsenal player of the first half, Coughlin, went off and, uh, you know, was replaced by, you know, the, the, the only Rolls-Royce we've got in the squad. So, you know, and he, and, he, and he immediately makes things happen because of the, he's so direct and he wants to go forward and he does it with pace and, you know, it's everything we needed and everything you want in a, in a, in a, in a team going forward and, once he slipped uh, Danny, you know, Welbeck through, uh, you know, he, he, it still wasn't the easiest to finishes, but, you know, that's what he's got, Welbeck. You know, he's got that in him. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Danny Welbeck. So, you know, I, I, I just wish we'd had him fit for, for the last season and a half, you know, because I think we, he would have been a big help to us because he's got the right attitude. He's one of the, one of the others that has. Um, so, uh, yeah, great goal. You know, great goal. We're back in it. And then you look at the... You look at the clock and you go, right, well, it's, you know, we've got like half hour to go. You know, it's, 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 yeah, it's on here. You know, Liverpool, uh, you know, traditionally as well are not good in defence. You know, they give a lot of goals away. Uh, you know, the week before that, Swansea were there and, and you know, two weeks before that and, and scored three. Uh, you know, because as soon as you score at Liverpool, they sort of shrink a bit and they're not they're very strong minded themselves. But of course, you know, we, we have our sort of little five minutes after that and it's a little, you know, and then after we just, we just settle back into into sort of uh, accepting we're going to lose, I and mean, you know we did we did put a bit of effort in second half, you know, and he's chucked a couple of subs on, but it's all that you know it's all that too late stuff again, isn't it? You know we're ch- chasing something that's going to be difficult away at Anfield, and of course once they weathered that storm after 10, 15 minutes after we scored, you know then it was then it evened up again, and I never thought they were that in, in any trouble really. So and then of course we get done, you know, with, with a, what was a, a really good goal from Liverpool, but. You know, just ripped us to pieces, really. Uh, Lalana and uh, you know, out, out to out and then in, in from when Alden good goal. But you know, it's just depressing. Three one, you know, but it, we showed a glimmer. But it's just honestly, I just, I just, it's just, just accept that it's going to happen now. There is no, you know, there's no glimmer. There's no glimmer. I don't think we've been this low before. We want, even when we, we've spoke about it in previous seasons, it's not been like this. We look devoid of any idea, and we look a team shot to pieces. We really do. It, it is. It is going to get worse before it gets better. You know, there isn't the, the the soul. There isn't the courage in these players to do it themselves. And you know, you have to look at ours, and ours has to come under that. You know, it's all. It's inevitably going to. You know, go that way. What, 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 what we're talking about. I don't. I don't see how he can carry on. I find it, you know, it's, it's it's just doing more and more damage the, the, the longer it goes on for him, for his, you know, for what he's done. You know, I, that I, I, that would be the thing that killed me the most, his legacy being damaged. It certainly wouldn't damage it with me, but, I, you know, I, I can't listen to the dog's abuse that he gets. You know, it, it's just getting worse and worse. The team are getting worse. You know, his position, his tenure is getting worse. And we show no signs of, of, of coming out of it. You know, let's face it, we've, we've struggled our way to where we are now. You know, how many times have we been impressive this season? 
usually we can say we're putting the lower teams to bed quite well, you know, but we're not. We're, we're scraping them games. You know, we've been we've been getting ourselves out of trouble late in games to win points. It's not been a good season. It's been the worst season by far in the last four or five years for me. And, you know, and it's we're being shown up now because now it's getting to the business end. And, you know, normally we start we talk about going on a run, and but we're not we're not looking anything like that, you know. We've got Tuesday to endure. That's going to be dreadful over there, you know. And then we've got a little break, I guess, with the FA Cup. You know, I mean, obviously that's a that's a, a given, pretty much. You think, um, but after that, you know, we, we've we've still got work to do. We've got City, we've got United, you know, we've got Spurs away. That frightens me to death. I dread to think, you know, but it's it's all not shaping up well, mate. And of course, you know, while this while this Arsene Wenger thing is hanging over. We need, it needs to be decided. It needs to be sorted one way or the other. Oh, is he going to sign? Well, if he yeah. is going to sign, fucking announce it then. Announce if it, he, yeah. You know, That's if, exactly he, it. if yeah. he's going, right, then, then say he's going. It is incredible because the effect that he's having on the club, from the players to the fans to everybody, it is completely and utterly counterintuitive. He's oh, yeah. killing us. He's killing us. So sort it out. Yeah. Sort it out. Mm. It's amazing, look at, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. go on, Michael, go on, Michael. No, I'm just saying, like, for example, you look at someone like Bar- Barcelona, you know, Luis Enrique came out midweek and said, I'm gone, you know, I'm gone at yeah. the end of the season. You know, yeah. bang, yeah. you know. No, you know, and everyone's like, whoa, you know, but then straight away, you know, that gets everyone, everyone's thinking, okay, we can start planning or we can do what you need to get the wheels in motion. But I think, at the, like, like Mark's saying, you can't have this lip, everyone in limbo. You know, you need to know either way what's going to happen. It, it's it's not right. It's only... It's only um, from you know, it's on a selfish point. It's only suiting Arsenal at the moment. You know, having having you know, am I going to say am I or aren't I? He needs to sort of come out and say what he's doing now. I think the sooner the better because, like Mark says, you you can't have this going on. You know, it's it's, it's having a detrimental effect not only to you know all the fans that want him out or whatever, or people want him to stay. It, it seems to be having that effect on the players. You know, and especially with the two that we're trying to tie down. You know, which we tried for all, all season. So. You know, it's, something needs to be announced, man. You know, sooner rather than later, whether he's staying or going, it's it's getting beyond the joke now. It's amazing that no one really, I mean, really, like anyone you speak to, there's a few few sayings about whether he's staying or going, but no one really knows what's no. going to happen. We all have, have, have theories. We change our minds, or well, I certainly do, like weekly. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to stay. Oh, no, he's got, he's got to go. Or, you know, mm. or, or mm. you know we, we change our minds weekly in terms of what we think is going to happen. Um, Michael, you saw that interview yesterday with um, I don't know the guy Jake Humphrey, but there was a lot of yeah. talk about yeah. that interview, Michael, about that. I, I figured we mm. we chat about it personally. I didn't think there was a lot that the, the interviewer did. He was right. alright. No, I thought it was good. Yeah. Wenger doesn't usually get asked. He pushed the buttons yeah. a little bit, but he wasn't disrespectful. I, I'm not. I no. wasn't massively against the way he asked Arsenal Wenger a question. He asked him some tough questions that probably needed to be asked, and any other fan, real yeah. fan, would ask. Uh, yeah, because I think basically, you know, I, I'm not too keen on, on Jake Humphrey. You know, he's come out in the past. He's he's trolled he's trolled Arsenal and the, and, and the fan base uh, a few times. You know, in the, in the past, you know, on Twitter on his Twitter account, and you know, got our backs up. And I and I think in certain occasions it's been a bit unprofessional because of you know the, the standing he's got. He's you know in terms of being impartial. But watching that you know interview yesterday. Um, I just think he pressed pressed him on certain things he said. You know, sometimes Arsene comes out with some really great, you know, lines that make you think, sit back and think, wow, you know, this guy's really intelligent. But there's times where he comes out with stuff and you're thinking, what does that mean? You know, so when he says, you know, in the press conference and he said, uh, in the press conference, as well as what he said to Jake Humphrey, when he said, uh, I just want to take, I just want to get to the next level, mm. you know, and he said that in the press conference and no one, no one sort of said anything about it. Just like, but then Jake Humphrey said, well, what do you mean by that? You know, what do you mean the next level? And then he said, well, the next level means the next level up. Of course, not let level down. But then Humphrey said, what do you mean by next level? You know, do you mean winning the league or winning the, win the Champions League? And then Wenger says, yeah, of course, so, you know, I can do that. But well, why don't you just say it then? Why don't yeah, you just say it? The, the we, we need yeah. to, yeah. And, and that's what he said. Yeah. You know, what, what, what's stopping you being there? So I think he was quite respectfully, I think he just pressed on Arsene what he said. Because I'm sure if we were sitting across from Arsene, we might have been a little bit more passionate, a little bit more, you know, a bit more sort of, you know, getting in there a little bit, a little bit, even though how, how much we, we love the man. But I, I thought there wasn't anything wrong. And I think 
he, he, you know, I, I think Mark and Ben touched on it. There's this, you know, sometimes it seems like some of the playing staff and the management and everything are a little bit detached from reality uh, in terms of what they do and have and, and stuff that comes out of the club. And I think that would have sort of given them, a, 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 you know, a little bit of a jab to say, you know, people aren't sort of being bought and sold with all this stuff like, you know, more jam tomorrow. You know, everything's going to be, you know, we're, we're, we're getting to where we want to be. Well, why aren't you there now? Or what's, what's the reason why? You can't keep saying these, you know, cute lines or these throwaway lines and then not backing it up with stuff. So I thought Jake Humphrey was fine within his rights to what he did yesterday. And um, no, I don't think there was anything wrong with, with that, um, uh, with the way he conducted himself. And it, it, it was quite uncomfortable. You can see Arsenal didn't particularly take to it. But um, if, he, if he sticks around and we, and we keep having this groundhog, isn't it? It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. If we're, there, if we're there again in a year's time and he's sitting down with Jake Humphrey, what, what, do you, what else do you think is going to come out of that interview? If, that's if he decides to have one with him. He'd probably say, no, I'm not doing that again. But um, yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, no, he seemed very rattled, I thought, in that interview. I thought, you know, he says he said a, sort of, a couple of things that were very uncharacteristic. After sort of like the next level, next level up stuff, he kind of come out with, you know, oh, well, if uh, somebody else comes and does that better than me, that's fine. You know, he wouldn't yeah. have... He would never say that in years gone by, Wenger. You know, he's always, you know, when people ask him about his future, he's like, you know, I've got a contract, I'll see it out, we'll talk about it at the end of the season. You know, he's coming out, stuff like that. You know, it's very uncharacteristic. He just seemed very rattled to me in that interview. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it does reek, uh, when you see his interviews and you watch them back, it reeks of a man that probably had the intention and maybe still does of, of signing again and, and signing again for two more years. I, I don't think he, he felt this was his last season at all with some of the things he said in the last few weeks about taking us to the next level. Um, I think we heard something a couple of weeks back when we last spoke that, 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 that we sensed that, you know, he, he said he was going to manage somewhere next season, you know. Um, we sensed that he was, he, he was going to stay. And it just depends, you know, now it just seems like um, you know, if, if maybe just he doesn't want to let go of Arsenal, but it's just it, it feels really, really tough to to justify some of the things that we're seeing on the pitch, and it's a collective thing that we see game in, game out, and he has to take a large part of the blame. The players do, of course, but you know we've not performed really at all this season since since the Chelsea game, have we? And it's just unbelievable the amount of big games we've had in between that, and we've not even performed for a 90-minute period or anywhere close to it with some of the players we've got, some incredible players. It's just, you know, players obviously have to look at themselves as well, but it's just incredible to see that, really. Um, do you think, Ben, that Arsene Wenger controls big stars well? Do you think when he, we've bought big stars in the last three or four years, Czech, Alexis, Ozil, mm. we, we, we never really did that under Arsene Wenger before. We, we created yeah. stars, didn't we? We never bought yeah. the big names. We're, we're now at the level where we're, we're buying the big names, which is great for the fans. Um, yeah. and it's great to see. Do, but do you think Arsene Wenger is, is, works best under that? Um, I mean, first of all, on that, I think he's the only reason we have got the stars in the first place. Yeah, you know, yeah. people like uh, Ozil have said many, many times that Arsene Wenger was the main reason he joined. You know, he, you know, Wenger speaks many languages. He brings Ozil up, speaks to him in German, you know, he, and, you know, he, he convinces these players to come, you know, Sanchez as well. So, first of all, I think he's the reason we've got them in the first place. Uh, and I don't think, actually, in terms of his management, I, th I don't think they're the problem. I think they're, the other players are the problem, really, where, you know, he doesn't sit down pre-match and half-time and, and, you know, give a ranting and raving team talk. He doesn't give a big motivational speech. You know, in years gone by, sort of invincibles, we had players that would do that themselves. They didn't need a team talk. They didn't need, you know, rallying up. But now we've got sort of, you know, we've got such a soft underbelly these days, you know, then, but, you know, I, I would say probably apart from Merzo, you know, Czech, has been there and won everything at club level there is to win. Um, Sanchez, as we know, world-class has won stuff out of Barcelona. Um, so, you know, apart from maybe you could say Ozil needs a bit, you know, he's, he's been sort of criticised for lack of effort and stuff like that in the past. Maybe he needs a bit of, you know, rallying up every now and again, but... For me, that you know, his management of the of the top stars isn't really the problem. I think it's the rest of them that actually need to look at themselves a little bit more and go, you know, we need to, you know, take Alexis Sanchez, people like that, as an example, and you know, following their sort of footsteps in terms of commitment and, and effort levels, really. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. You make some really good points there because they've not been up to scratch. I mean, you, you know, mm. our players that that you know, even the ones that have been quite reliable, um, Mark, earlier on in the season, we love the way Mustafi looked and and Koscielny's, but I think also been pretty poor in the in recent weeks. Cockerland's been very poor since he come back from injury. I've not mm. really been excited by Granite Jacker 
much this season. When he was playing bit parts, we felt he should be playing a bit more. But when he's had time to come into the team, he's he's looked out of sorts and and off the pace. Um, so those new signings coming in haven't really had the effect that we we'd hoped for, despite them looking very good on paper. Um, mm. It's hard. It's a it's a hard one to say, isn't it? It's just unbelievable to think that. I I just wonder, you know, like with the big players, whether he he manages them correctly. I mean, obviously, he's the reason we've got them. So it's incredible that we've got even the opportunity to sign players like that. And it's all down to the winger. But I just wonder if he if, if he's comfortable with those big personalities. You know, um, when Henri yeah. Vieira got to that stage, he kind of moved them on in a way, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I just I just wonder if he if he likes building a player. To the point where they they trust him so much that he can he can nurture them and 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 and, and play them a different a little bit different way. But with likes of Mesut Özil, we've seen what Mesut Özil said recently in his in his book. I think that's coming out on what he said to Jose Mourinho. You know, yeah. you, you you wonder if Wenger would ever want to get into a situation like that with with a with a big player, yeah. don't you? I don't think he would. I don't. I don't think it's in him to to do that. You know, I think they. I think there's very much a, a hierarchy at Arsenal and. Um, if you're in that sort of uh, level of, of player, if you come in as Mesut Ozil, then, you know, that carries a bit of sway. And I think he, he treats them, you know, with kid gloves. That's my personal opinion. I think they, you know, they seem to do what they want to do, if you ask me. Uh, that's the impression I get, you know, because he's not, a, as, as Ben says, he's not a, a, a ranter and a raver and one who's cracked the whip. And he likes everyone to get on and, you know, and as you, and as you quite rightly point out, he likes to create players more than he does buy them. But, he realised that I think you know we needed to to have some top quality players around the place if we we're going to do anything. I truly believe he thought he had a he had a squad that that we're going to do it, but it it clearly you know shows that 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 they're not you know I, I don't want to say they're not good enough. That's that's the thing that bothers me the most, Jack. Yeah. Is that is that they are good enough? Are. You know, if, I think I've said said before. I think we've got the the best squad in the in the league almost. I, you know. I really, really do. There's not many that have got the talent across 25 players that we have. You know, we have got a serious squad now, and now it comes down to whether we can get the best out of them, and that's the issue I've got. You know, I think now, for me, you know, if you had Conte in charge of this mob, we'd win the league. That's what I believe. I've, I've, that's how I. That's how I've swung. I just think that we are, we are now seeing, you know, separate, separate. Sanchez, because he he said he tends to motivate himself, you know his, his mentality. The rest of them, as you say, that that you know, like look at Bellerin. What's happened to him? Yeah, he's been right. Awful, he's look, he? he's looked extremely ordinary, you know. You know, Koscielny, Monreal, gone down the pan. Cocklin, Jesus Christ, he can't pass the ball anymore. Yeah. You know, as you say, Granite Xhaka, first season maybe, but he don't look. You know, Ox has actually probably been one of the only ones that's actually improved. This yeah. season, you know, yeah. it won't be. Don't, I can't put him in it because really, you know, he's he's a young man still, right? So he's got he's getting he's getting asked to do a, an awful lot for a young man. Yeah. That's ridiculous, yeah. absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Playing in Munich was suicidal, you know. We've missed Danny Welbeck, Giroud, you know. I mean, you know, he's since that since that fucking goal he scored, right? He ain't done anything. He ain't done a tap. He switched off my ears. I tell you, he's more yeah. interested in his Barnet than he's than he's in playing at the moment. Look at him yesterday. <laughs> missing around it's honestly it's ridiculous so there's a lot of players that for for one reason or another the question has to be asked what has happened to you why have you now why are you now playing like you're not like you weren't even like you're like you're not playing like you were last season even you know like even even start of the season even look at from the start of the season to now there's been a dramatic drop in these players performances and of course when it when it runs through the team like that that's when you get these results. Mm. They can't stand up to anything, you know. They're 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 weak as piss. They've got nothing in them. They've got no no character whatsoever. It takes one little knock, and they're gone, you know. And this is the problem. This is the problem with it. So it has to go back to to the way that they're being wound up for games and set up for games. They don't look up for it, and I and I've, I don't think I've ever seen it, you know, this low in 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 the sort of in the morale in the squad. It looks what it is. You know, they're playing like that, like they look. They look long faced. They look miserable. They come off with their shoulders drooped at half time, at full time. It's not good. It really isn't. And then, as you say, to add insult to injury, they're all putting messages on, on you know, on Facebook and, and Twitter saying, oh, well, you know, I, I totally agree with you. I don't want to hear from you. Shut up. 
Do you think they should stop playing for him? Or do you, do you think something's happened? Because that, I, well, that's got to be the only... I think I think I honestly think right that they're bordering on it. They're not. Yeah. They're, they respect him, right? I think I think I personally think they're like the fans, right? I honestly do. You know, or most of the fans, the ones that I call real fans, is they respect him, they they honour him, right? But they don't really believe in him. They yeah. don't really yeah. believe in him. You know, they're going out there yeah. and they would dare not sort of go. Well, you know, there wouldn't be anything like that happened at Leicester, where there was a like a, you know like the, his own players put him away. Right, disgusting. I don't think they do that. I think yes, this guy is disgusting. I think these boys yeah. are all sort of like you know yeah. what we love the old boy, you know, yeah. be too easy on them. You know, there's no discipline, there's no you know, no one's held accountable. We've done, we've gone through all that yeah. this season. It really is a case of I just think they just look at him like they're like you know he's they're his old granddad, you know, and they ain't going to put him away, but they'll go out there and they'll have a game of football, and, and there's nothing in them, is there? It's, 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 it's gone, you know. They need managing. They need someone who's up their ass, and they haven't got that. So, yeah. like, very much like me, you know. As much as I love the man, you know, and I'd never put him away. I'd never be one of them people that stand there and say he's gone, yeah, and all that, right? Mm. It, it is. He's it looking, staring at me in the face, and saying to me, "Mark, you can't." You know, it's it's almost you can't say anything else. There's nothing else to say. Look at what's happened. Look at what's happening week to week. You know, but. And I think that's a bit of that in the players. I do, honestly. Yeah. So, you know, he hasn't lost the dressing room, but he hasn't got them all so, you know, firing, has he? Which has no, been proved. He's been proved, lads, you know? Yeah, in the last 10 Sad. years, been, I mean, you look at the, the changes in wages in the last 10 years of players, and maybe it just takes so much more than what Winger previously gave to motivate these players now. Because I they're, agree. You know, do you know what I mean? They, they are on unbelievable wages, and so are all other clubs. But maybe yeah. it takes more than what Wenger used to give. Henri at his top level. I don't know what he was on wage-wise, but it was no way. Yeah. It was probably a you know a third of what Meza Ozil was maybe getting yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and maybe these guys are looking at it and it just doesn't matter enough anymore to these players. No. That's why you see the likes of Eden Hazard disappear for 12 months and then pop back. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? It. When would yeah. you see that from a top player? At his level, ten years ago, oh, you just wouldn't see him, mm. would you? You, no, you lose Henri for one or two games. I just think great. it's gone to that level now that maybe you need someone to come in, and maybe the only, maybe only what works is the short term. You know, maybe yeah. you know, maybe you, you, a manager has a very short lifespan of two or three years, and then they need something completely new and completely. Mm. I think yeah, I think that's right. You see, you've seen it with um, with mentioned earlier, Enrique. You know, did the trouble with them. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, um, you know, and uh, won the league again, I think, last year. And obviously now he said he's off because obviously that I mean, what that would have given him three years. You know, Guardiola does it. Um, you know, and I think it, you know over the past couple of seasons, the teams that have won the league, um, they've all fell off. You know, the the the, the following year, haven't they? You know, Man City have done it when they've won it. They've won the league and then they sort of think they, they're the best team in the world, and they they stop playing, and then they get the manager sacked, and they they go again. Um, obviously Chelsea last year with the whole thing with Mourinho and then um, Leicester mm-hmm. this year. And I think it's, you know, it, it, it's a common thing. I think all these players now, um, they sometimes, they, 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 sometimes they dial it in. Sometimes they, they can be bothered, you know, if their, if their family's watching, if they, if it's a big game, they'll turn it on. Um, it, I think that's what, that's what we're in now. But I think part of it, I, I believe is some of the players probably in the, in, in the team probably do want to change and do want to be mm-hmm. coached by, a modern manager. They probably look at Chelsea, they look at all the other managers that that, you know, that are around now, and they want some of that. They want that energy. They want they yeah. want to be. They want a fresh pair of eyes. They want someone new to tell them what to do. Yeah. You know, they want someone to to organise them so they don't go away to buy and get and, and just get open to get annihilated. They want to go there and have a plan. You know, yeah. this is what we're going to do. If that don't work. We're going to do this, or you know, we're going to make ourselves hard to beat. Um, Maybe that maybe that's what it is. They just want to. They're professionals at the end of the day. Some, you know, a lot of them are good professionals, and they don't want to keep going to, to to big games and having the same thing happen over and over again because they're being told this is the way things need to be done. This is the Arsenal way and everything. You know, this is the Arsenal way. You know, maybe maybe that's what it is as well. You know, maybe they just want to want to change and just want to have someone you know get into them more. You know, and mm. and, and and motivate them more. I, I don't know. It's it's. It's a, it's a strange one, but uh, you know, for me, that's the gut feeling I get as well. You know, in terms of how they're feeling at the moment. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at Chelsea as well, like Chelsea being the biggest example, the amount of managers they've had in the last sort of 10 years, you know, they had Di Matteo won the Champions League, he got sacked. They got Ancelotti yeah. in, he won the double, he got sacked. You know, mm. so, you know, these. you're right, Jack, these managers don't have long lifespans anymore. Um, and maybe, yeah, as Michael said rightly, I think maybe the players just look at it and go, we need a completely fresh approach. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, last question I have before I've got a couple of fans' questions. Um, I'll give it to you, Ben, as you, as you came in there. Um, do you cool. think if Wenger or um, if he, obviously if he goes off stage, but we don't know at this point. But either way, mm. do you think there's going to be a big overhaul in terms of players? Oh, I mean, I do. I do to a certain degree. I think some players will leave on, on their own accord. You know, we've mentioned a couple, but even people like Lucas Perez, who I think is just completely fed up. Uh, the lack of game time. Whether you know a new manager coming in might you know put his arm around him and go, look, you're in my plans. You know you'll be a regular starter, or whatever. But you can see Perez. You know he has deserved his place in the team many a time this season, and has not got a look in. Um, so I think I think there will be a bit of an overhaul in terms of in terms of players. But I think it will be uh, you know I think a lot of it will be players leaving off their own accord as well as a new manager potentially coming in and sort of putting his own uh, mark on the team as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting you say that because Neil Neil Shaw, our our uh, regular guest, asked about Lucas Perez. Um, so what mm. is the point in signing him? He said, if 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 he's just having cameo appearances, he looks like he's ready to play. He's, he's performing. He's yeah. just a token gesture signing. When you see um, Mark, that you know, I'll give you that that one to you. I guess when you see yeah. that, um, like how quickly Welbeck's come back into the team. You wonder whether Lucas Perez was not in really a, a first name signing on on Arsenal Wenger's list, don't you? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a real uh, conundrum, you know, in terms of as Ben says, he's he's deserved his chance, and when he has come come in, he's scored, he's he's linked up, he's assisted, you know, and uh, and then the next game comes and he's and he's out, and then they'll they'll chuck Walcott in. You know, or, or whatever, you know, and it's just bizarre. Some of the, some of it's bizarre. I mean, yesterday, you know, Giroud was just completely ineffective. How can you not give the guy who's a centre forward who was quite prolific in Spain last year? How does he not get a chance in in that team yesterday? Well, you know, after half time with Giroud just prancing around as normal, it's astounding to me. You know, he's a centre forward. He's an out and out finisher, the guy. You know, and it and it just it just just I can't believe it. I think Neil is absolutely right. You know, it's like, well, what was the point of signing the bloke? What to play him left midfield? Oh, well, do me a favour, will you? You know, just watch the way the guy plays. You know, he's one of them players that thrives on through balls, chances. You know, he just he's just a finisher, right? If you look at the way he plays. You know, he's like an old-fashioned, like, you know, like a Gary Lineker type style, you know, where he wants the ball in and around the area, six yards, eight yards, ten yards out, anywhere. First time, he's got a hard shot on him. Yeah. He's got good good movement. He's got decent pace. He's strong. And, and you know, and, and we don't, we don't, yesterday, we just leave him on the bench again. I mean, it's just face-ripping. I found that one of the most infuriating things of the season because I think it's very unfair on the guy because he's at an age as well, he's 29 nearly, where you know where he has to play. Yeah. You know, he left, he left the team scoring 20 goals a season to come to England to have a go. Well, he hasn't had a chance to have a go. You know, and, and quite frankly, I don't mind that if the players that have been playing in the positions are fucking doing anything. But they're not. Mm. Apart from apart from Alexis, well, yes, OK, he was up front, Alexis, and he was scoring. But listen, you, you've got to use a player like him who's, who is a goal scorer. And we haven't used him all season long. And there's been times when we've been desperately needing a finisher on the pitch. And he just gets overlooked. I think it, I think Neil's bang on with that. I think he's wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and quite rightly, you know, he's looked extremely miserable recently. You know, he, what was, it, was it at home when he came on? He just walked off the pitch, didn't he, at the end? We got the late goal. He just walked off the pitch. Well, he hadn't because he, he must have thought, you know what? Well, I ain't here for 10 minutes a game once every three weeks. I, you know, I'll go and play somewhere because plenty of, plenty of teams will have him. So uh, yeah, I completely agree. You know, I think Neil Neil is of that opinion as well. You know, obviously know Neil well, and you know, and I, and I think he's I think he's right. I think he's hundred percent right. So yeah. another annoying part of the season, really. Yeah, agreed, Mark. Agreed. Uh, Michael Neil asked one more, leaving the talk of Wenger aside for now, if we can. How crucial do you think it is to get at least one football man on the board? Um, yeah, I think if we, uh, we again, it's, it's trying to be a bit modern and getting someone 
in a director of football capacity, maybe. Um, I know Perez, uh, Robert Perez has spoken about becoming a director of football uh, for someone. I mean, I know he trains with the club and everything as well. So someone like him, you know, he, he's very knowledgeable about the game. Um, he, he's, a, he's a good man. He loves the club. So uh, someone like him, even if, even, you know, if Wenger stays, um, even him coming on board would be, it, it would it would give a little bit of kudos to the club, you know, it will, it will get the fans a little bit on side, knowing that we're moving in a, in a good direction. We've got someone in there who can relate to what's happening, who who knows what it takes for us to, you know, to reach the the, the summits or where where we want to be again. Um, but if if even if it isn't him, I think we do need to look, you know, when the time comes, um, the the whole that everything needs to be looked at. You know the whole the whole structure um, on the pitch and off the pitch. You know it, it it can't just be okay. We get the manager in and, and that's it. I think everything needs to be looked at from top to bottom. Um, the preparation and everything and organisation and where we are at the moment to where we should be. I think. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, ben Samrid Zucci, top man, always gives us in questions. So appreciate it. Um, when will the players start taking responsibility? responsibility yes Arsene chooses the team but they are accountable as well we kind of touched on it but should they mm. be taking more responsibility obviously Wayne's going to take the slack isn't he but of course he is yeah you know he's in very much in the spotlight at the moment but you know the players got to have a good hard look at themselves um some more than others but they are you know the, that team that we put out shouldn't be going out first half and you know letting a goal you know Liverpool first 10 minutes one nil down you know we need to be much more mentally prepared than that as a team. And, you know, again, that is down to Wenger to a point, but the players have got to take responsibility themselves. You know, they've got to take some of the criticism. And, you know, I think some of the criticism given to Wenger is not fair. I think he does, you know, he does put out teams that are good enough to win games and they just don't perform for him. You know, we've touched on it. They're not really playing for him. You know, they're not going 100% flat out. You know, as players in that dressing room, you know the manager's under the pressure he's under the media spotlight's on him at the moment. So, you know, if you really sort of were behind and believed in that manager, you'd go out and you'd give everything, wouldn't you? You'd crunch into tackles, you know, you'd be just be giving your all. But they just don't seem to be doing that. So, for me, I think they're, I think they're actually getting off a bit lightly outside of, like, the Arsenal fan base. I think the players need to have a really good hard look at themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I agree with that. Absolutely, I do agree with that. A um, couple of questions from at Ivor Cannon and at AFC underscore forehead 83, um, Adam Cunningham. Good guys, these guys. Um, they're asking about Ivor Cannon. Mark says about our central defensive midfield partnership with Diabolical again yesterday. Second to everything and overran. And Adam touches on how how poor has Cockerland been recently and why is he not dependable? Um, we we can't get that midfield right no matter what we do, can we, Mark? No, I mean it's it's been been a real struggle. I mean it's been kind of forced on us these, these two, but. You know, we've sat here on previous pods uh, saying that we think that would be the first choice, you know, Zachary Coughlin, and it just has not worked. I think part, you know, mainly in, in the fact that Coughlin, I don't, I just don't know what's happened to him. He's just lost what he had, um, which was, you know, he was tenacious in the tackle and he, you know, he he, he got about the pitch and he'd get it and give it and, you know, and he, and he, he was tidy, you know, that's what I'd call him, tidy. Um, and that's all gone. You know, he, he looks leggy. He looks, he can't, can't get to the ball. He's getting yellow cards for pulling people back because he can't go with it. It's, you know, it's week after week with him. And uh, that, that's. You don't, been... don't look fit, Mark. I don't, oh, think, he does, he's, I don't um, think he's fit. He doesn't, he doesn't look fit, you know, because yeah. he, he's become definitely less mobile. And maybe that's it. Maybe he's carrying an injury. He's, you know, mm. something's not right with a guy. Um, and again, you know, Zaka as well. You know, Zaka's been okay, but you know, again, it's you know, it's it's he's not been, you know, he's not been as as what we thought he'd be really. You know, he's uh, he's been okay. You know, and, and I think the best is probably yet to come from him. But um, it's no, it's it's been a big big part of why we struggle because we're not controlling the centre of midfield. And when you don't control the centre of midfield in any game, or or at least you are combative in there, winning your fair share even will do right. You you get you get run on and and the one thing Liverpool do well is they run on you you know they sh- shut you down and run they they did everything yesterday that that Klopp says Liverpool should do you know they're, they're, if they weren't as inconsistent as they are and that comes down to some personnel they would be you know he's, that's the difference Klopp can get that team playing it might be 
won one week in two and they, they might go and lose to Burnley next week. But against the top six, they've been by far and away the best team in this league this year, right? You look at it, they're, they're miles clear. They've beaten everybody. And, he, you know, where he's failing is he can't get them get them exactly right for the for the lower league team, for the lower teams in the division. But when he gets them, you know, he's, he's got the ability to rev that team up and get it right for big games, you know. And that's what he did yesterday. So you had one that was at it from minute one and one that wasn't. And it was an, an inevitable result, you know. And those two in the centre of midfield were just getting overrun. I mean, we made Lalana look like you know, the best tackling midfielder the country's ever seen because he was actually get, getting into tackles and beating them to the ball in the, in the centre. I've never seen anything like it. I've not known Lalana to do that in my life, but that's the difference between a manager like Klopp who says to Lalana, you can do this and you will do it, right? This is what I want you to do today, even though you're good on the ball, but this is what I want you to bring into your game and you will do it. And he goes and does it, the fella. And he's become a much better player for it, Lalana, over this, this season. Look at how good he's become. You know, that's what I'm talking about, about being able to get players and push them to, to new levels. And we've done the opposite with ours this year. Ours are, ours are worse. So where does that come from? You know, what is going on? Ben makes a good point. They should be taking responsibility for their own actions, right? But if, if they were really belief, truly believing in who they're playing for, and are they? That is the question. I'd like to line them all up and say, and ask them that question. If you are behind this man, why don't you do what Adam Lalana does on a Saturday, right? And ask give everything he's got. You know, that's that's. And I'd I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear what they said. They're all in comfort blankets. We've said it before, Jack. They're all just comfortable. None of them get told off. None of them get anything, right? They just they go home. You know, cappuccino, cappuccino culture. It's true. It's running through the place. It's like a, it's like a disease, and and that and that's what I point to yesterday. We made Lalana look like the master midfielder yesterday, and them two could go with it. I don't know. It is it is it all just points back to the attitude and the want and desire of the team and who they're playing for. You know, there's been some good points made on here today, and 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 I think one of them that come out of it is, you know, he hasn't lost the dressing room, but. Are they really putting themselves out for him? I don't think they are. And that's down to them as well, by the way, you know, which is what Ben said. It's down to them. How can they go home at night when he backs them all the time like he does, puts them in, even when they have bad games, he picks them, he, he trusts them, he gives them 10 fucking years to become a good player. Theo Walcott, right? Sticks by him year after year. All of them, Ox, a lot of them. Never turns his back on any of them. What do they do? They don't do anything, mate. They don't pay him back one iota. That's what they do. They just stroll around and let him take all the shit. And that's and that's exactly where we are right now. It's scandalous. Yeah, well said, mate. Well said. And on that note, um, or, you know, I'd like to end on a lot of positivity, of course. Um, of course. The, <laughs> <laughs> let's do a couple of predictions, shall we? Um, ben, let's start with you. Uh, Bayern and then um, Lincoln is, I think. So what's your predictions of the first scores for that game or those games? Uh, Bayern, just because Arsenal are just such a weird team, I think we'll actually win 2-0. Um, and I think uh, Alexis, if he does start this time, uh, will score. Uh, and Lincoln, uh, you know, I think we should win easily 4-0. Um, the big pitch will be too much for him, I think. And uh, I am going to go for Iwobi. Oh. like it. All right, mate. Well, two wins in a week. I, I, I won't say no to that. So that sounds good. Um, Absolutely. Michael, yeah, why not? Michael, what about you? Um, I'm going Bayern. I think we'll beat Bayern four 0 and go through. Um, <laughs> I, won, I, I, won, I, won, I won some money yesterday, so I'm going to put all of that on that, and then and I'll see. I'll do the next pod um, in Vegas. And yeah, yeah. I'll, well, we will be there. Yeah, we'll all be there together. And well, um, nice one. And uh, Lincoln, I'm serious. Away, you think I'm joking? I'm, I'm going four 0 Arsenal. Are you thinking? Are no, you having a laugh? Are you really? Right? Yeah, right, yeah, I'm going four 0 and well bet. Welbeck first goal scorer. Good man. And um, Lincoln, um, after that, after that fantastic performance, I think we'll scrape a one nil. Um, and uh, let's go for let's go for Kishelny to get that one. Wow. As well. Flipping hell, Jesus. Happens, I tell you. Wow. I'm on, I'm on. I'm on full, man. I'm on, I'm on full. I'm, you know. You, I, I, Back that four nil. Four nil. Are you buy. sure you're not on Neil's line, Michael? Because yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, been, I've been rumbled. I've been rumbled. Neil's usually the optimist. Yeah, I like, yeah. We, got, we always need one on it. I like it. Mark, what about you? Do you share the optimism? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, not, not that much. I don't. I wish I did. I'll tell you. And I'll tell you what. I, I will buy you the best bottle of champagne you've ever drunk in your life, Mike. If that comes in, I will take you to any bar in London and buy the dearest bottle of champagne on the menu if we win four deal. Right? I'm gonna, I'm going on record as saying that right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll take. I'll have that. Yeah. Top man. So let's hope. Let's hope I'm getting my money out. Right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go three one Arsenal. Right, I'm going to go positive. I'm going to go three-one Arsenal. We're going to come out as Ben says. We are a weird team, and when we when we've got nothing to play for in terms of you know with our freedom, we just open ourselves up. Big, you know, big crowd. Hopefully, we'll be behind them. Three-one, uh, and I'm going to go Alexis as well. Um, and then I'm going to go three-nil at home to Lincoln. And my man and Neil's man Perez, who don't get a look in, he's going to score first. Yes, like it, like it. Well, I'm going to feel negative now. I think maybe a 2-2 draw midweek. <laughs> you know, something like that. 2-2 yeah. draw. And uh, I'll say uh, Alexis, because he's, he's bound to start midweek, I think. And then um, yeah. Lincoln, I think we'll, we'll, we'll win 2-0. And I'll, I'll go Lucas as well, because I think Lucas, if he don't start that game, then uh, be pulling the last of my hair out. So, Absolutely. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> I can't understand it. But, boys, I don't know how we did it. We did it for an hour. It was unbelievable. You know, so, so well, we'll probably get some sort of award for it. Um, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a trophy so there you go um, but thanks uh, Ben Mark, Michael um, sorry we haven't been on that's for sure. a couple of weeks there wasn't really a lot we felt new we could talk about so we didn't we didn't come on for a couple of weeks but thanks for all your questions uh, Sam Silverman you, you sent in one as well which I hope we already touched on and then just find us on iTunes at Purely Arsenal FP um, at Football Purist on Twitter and um, and just send us in questions and You'll see all our uploads. We're on SoundCloud as well. If you just search Football Purist and uh, Purely Arsenal, you'll see uh, see our episode there. I know we've been having problems with sound issues and things like that, and we're doing all we can to fix it. So um, we're you know we're on a, a limited budget. You know we're Arsenal of ten years ago, so we're on a limited budget. So <laughs> we're, we're trying to get the job done. You know. <laughs> all right, thanks, boys. Mark, Michael, Ben. Enjoy the rest Cheers. of the day. Uh, Cheers, boys. Going to be under the today. Up the Arsenal. Come on, the Gunners. Cheers, right, boys. Take, take care. care boys. Yeah.